Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that chasing health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today, Bronte. Bronte and I actually just met for the first time right now on Zoom, which is pretty awesome. Um, I was introduced to her by Michelle Rains, who you guys may have recognized from my previous podcast episode um, when I had her on to talk about breathwork. And she's also the co-host of Key Nutrition Podcast. And she messaged me and she said that she had someone that she possibly to have on the podcast. And it literally took, I think, probably two or three sentences before I was like, yes, like, absolutely. <laughs> like, as soon as I heard part of your story, I was like, yep, got to have her on. We resonate. I don't know how much she told you about, like, my story and how our stories kind of, like, connect a little bit. But definitely it, it's some similarities that we'll, I'm sure we'll dive into as well. But Mm-hmm. Before we kind of get into the, you know, who knows what we're going to dive into here, tell us more about you. Like, who is Bronte? Oh, yeah. So my name's Bronte. Um, I'm 22, and I live in an RV, and I work as an electrician. So it's kind of like <laughs> just this weird combination of of life, and it's so different. But I love life, and it's oh, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a journey getting here. Um. Yeah, even working as an electrician in in like a male dominated trade is so cool for me to for me to be in right now. Um, yeah, I got here in April, started this journey uh, as in the trade in April, and yeah, before that I was a server. I was working in restaurants. I started mm-hmm. like I started at fifteen when I was a host, and then uh, climbed up kind of to do delivery driving and then running food, and then finally to serving when I was eighteen, and I've been. Yeah, in a few restaurants. And then, yeah, at 21, um, I kind of just packed up my bag. And well, I met my boyfriend back in September mm-hmm. and we didn't reconnect until November. He was working uh, four hours away and we would only see each other about eight days out of the month. Mm-hmm. And I was in school and I was working. And I was like, oh, this isn't working. And he was like, just come work with me. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh I sent him my his boss my resume and he texted me. He was like, Yeah, you're hired. And I was like, perfect. So I just packed packed my stuff and and went to live with him four hours away to do this job. And um one night it was like, Do you wanna because we were staying in his friend's basement in a room okay. there. Okay. And at one point he was like, Do you wanna get an apartment or do you wanna live in the motorhome? Like his family's motorhome. And my heart was just like motorhome, like right away. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh it was just like oh just my heart was like on fire when when he put when he like mentioned that um so yeah we we did the first rotation and then drove up to Vilmont in BC which is I don't know it was about not seven and a half hours or nine hours away mm-hmm. uh to get this this motorhome is like this 1994 class C it's pretty old but it was <laughs> so beautiful it like oh it did us so well for like that first that first full-time living experience um yeah so we lived in that for for about two months and then we bought a big class a uh back in ah so uh, cool. the end of june yeah it's so oh it's so beautiful i love it so much um 
yeah, we were like, if we're going to do this, if we're going to work together and do these jobs, do this rotation, like work away jobs, we might as well get something that's going to, you know, like live comfortably in. And it's just, yeah, it's so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm curious. <laughs> so if you had to, because I mean, like living in an RV is like completely different. I mean, you know, people like people have like gone camping and things like that in an RV and things like that. But like yeah. living in an RV is like a whole different world, I'm sure. Like, yeah. What would you say? I, I'm just like, this is just out of total curiosity. I know this is like total like side topic. I told you we'll go to these rabbit holes. Um, <laughs> where, yeah, what um, would you say is like the best part and your least favorite part of living in an RV? Okay. So the best part of living in an RV, I think, is all the places we've been already. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, we are on wheels. We can go wherever. We can pick up. You know, we do have to get a car trailer, but that's yeah. easy. We just get that and go. And it's just, oh, it's just so nice. Um. Yeah, and the ability to to pick up and go do the jobs. You know, if it's like short notice, they're like, oh, we need you here. We can go like right away. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's my favorite part is just obviously the mobility of it and getting to see new places and meet new people through the campgrounds and through the towns and cities that we're in. Um, yeah, so that's probably my favorite part. I think the le my least favorite part <laughs> is that our leveling system is broken. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... So there's been some nights in campgrounds where we where we pull in at like 11 p.m. and it, we have a big like it's a diesel like it's really loud yeah. and we pull in at campgrounds at 11 and we have to level it <laughs> and so I'm like stacking stacking the wood where the tires are and uh, my boyfriend's like driving onto it and it's not level <laughs> so we have to do it again and it's just like I feel so bad. <laughs> that's uh, funny. But that's... yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, that's great. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> very nice very nice so yeah. so what one of the things that like really stuck out to me and and I don't know, i'm hoping it's okay if i kind of bring this up i I'm, I'm not sure like so tell me if i'm wrong but are you in the process of potentially leaving the electrician job is that is that yeah, talkable so... on the on, on here are we allowed to discuss that on here no absolutely that's <laughs> yeah we can do that i uh yeah i've created something <laughs> and I it heard. has to do with the trades and breathing and so I don't even this just came to me it just came to me honestly like mm -hmm. I just like in our in this job we do stretching in the morning mm -hmm. and I was like I'm in this breathwork course and I was like why are that why are we not breathing <laughs> you know <laughs> they just go so hand in hand and just looking back at it now it's just such a beautiful story of how how it all just flowed so easily and came to be um yeah, I was like, I went up to one of my coworkers. I was like, I think I'm gonna bring breathing into into the stretches, and he just was like, Yeah, and he gave me a high five, and he was like, Go do it. <laughs> so my my brain was like racing. I was like trying to just this new idea just came through, and I I went up to my foreman and I was like, Hey, like I'm in this course for breath work, and I want to bring it here. And he was like, Write everything down and go to Larry tomorrow, like the the main the mm -hmm. manager, super yeah. guy um and I was like okay sounds good um yeah and then we I got home and I had a bunch of like to do's mm -hmm. to do and then that like the proposal or whatever was the last thing on my to-do list and it was getting late it was like 9 or 10 p.m and and I was like oh I still have to do that proposal <laughs> <laughs> and my boyfriend was like are you gonna do it now and I was like well probably tomorrow and he's like no you're gonna you're gonna do it now um Jeremy said today so <laughs> you're gonna do it today I was like, okay. And he's uh he's five years of project manager experience. Mm. So he helped me so much write this proposal. And it ended up being like five pages long. Wow. Um 
Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I brought it in. I had it on my phone. Uh, the next day, Larry wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I ended up talking to uh, this other guy. And yeah, everyone that I showed that day just loved it so much. They're like, that's such a good idea. Um, yeah. And then the next day, I told I told the foreman and one of the, the other lead hands just that I'm going to volunteer for stretches tomorrow. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to volunteer for stretches. Um, and before this in the morning, they would always be like, is there a volunteer for stretches? And no one would, no mm-hmm. one would like raise their hand. Everyone would just, you know, kind of back away and hide, mm-hmm. and, you know, get scared. And so <laughs> I told them I was going to volunteer in the next morning. Um, Larry was like, Hey, any volunteers for stretches? And this one guy just yelled my name. He's like, Brad, just doing it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I just, I got, and this is the interesting part too, is that we form this huge circle around to do stretches and whoever is leading only steps about like five feet into the circle. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go right in the middle, right in the middle of the circle of just guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so I can't remember if the first time I did the stretching, I did the breathing too. I'm pretty sure I did. I, I honestly, just jumped right in and that first week mm-hmm. i just jumped in started volunteering every morning um doing breathing and doing stretches and i tried like different things from the patterns that i know um i found what worked mm-hmm. and so i just kept doing that and so the third day of this the president of my company or the, my company's company like the main contractor mm-hmm. was there and he saw me do this <laughs> like yeah just in in action and I went up to my foreman. And I was like, hey, do you think I could go pitch my proposal to the president? And he was like, go do it right now. Like, I wouldn't go wow. talk to him, but go do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sounds good. So I, yeah, just started walking through the buildings and it didn't even feel like I was walking. It was like my soul was like pushing me like wow. to go to talk to him and, and walk, uh, walk through sight and I just went to the trailer and he was like at the other end and I just walked through and I just like politely was just standing there waiting till he was done talking mm-hmm. to, to the first aid um, gentleman. <laughs> and he, he looked at me, I was like, Hey, can I just have a minute of your time? He's like, yeah, sure. What's up? And I was like, so I, I have this idea to bring breathing into the trades and I'd like to start here and I'd like to pilot this with you. Um, pulled up my five page proposal. I was like scrolling through. I was like, yeah, I have like this proposal here. You can, I'll email, email it to you. And he was like, yeah, anything that's for health and wellness, like we are so for. So yeah, you have my green light. And I was like, yes. That's amazing. That's <laughs> was, like, amazing. Perfect. Yeah. And it was just like universe timing that president was there while I had this, this thing. And it just, it just went so perfectly. So I ended up, I'm like emailing the president and we're just like, you know, it's so good, but yeah. And then it just, it rolled from there and I do two weeks on one week off. And so on my week off, I was like, Oh, I like, I hope they miss it. You know, like when I'm gone, I hope they miss it. No. And so when I came back after the week, I think they had kept it going, which is oh, that's just so, awesome. so beautiful. <laughs> I know. Oh, that has to be the best feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Like how the, the impact that you've had on them exactly no it's it just lifted me up so much and yes yeah, so we did the next two weeks um 
I ended up having to, to go home, go back to, uh, to Edmonton a bit early. My aunt passed away. And so I, we had to leave like right away. Mm-hmm. And in those three or four days or no, sorry, I think it was about 10 days. We were gone. They did it. They kept it going all those wow. days. And I was like, yay. <laughs> that's so awesome. That that's really, oh, really cool. And, yeah. and, and, you know, it sounds like, are you starting to like try to make that into more of like a full-time thing, like the breathing itself? Is that something you're thinking about doing? Yeah. So actually yesterday I got, um, confirmation that my company for this just got incorporated. So it's official now. Um, Very cool. I named it breathe and build. So it's like, I love it. and then, and, and then build. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it just like that. I didn't even like to have to sit down and create it like it just dropped in it was a download it just dropped in my head and i was like that's it that's the name <laughs> that's so cool um yeah and so many people came up to me and they're like we love the breathing like it oh i just love it it's so beautiful i feel so relaxed and so many other like other people have come up to me and said yeah whenever i get frustrated all i do i just remember to take a deep breath and so i've definitely made an impact and and have brought people into their awareness of their breath which is just amazing yeah yeah yeah, i'm so i'm at my second site right now so this is the second site i've brought it to and same thing president was there and i was like and he's from australia so it's just like oh wow (laughs) i know i started the site and i i didn't want to start it i didn't want to jump in just right away and do it like i wanted to see what they do so i gave it two days um yeah just just ordinary stretches and i was like okay perfect and then the third day president was there and yeah, they were like, okay, Bronte's going to do stretches this morning. She's going to do a little bit of breathing. Um, yeah. So the president was there, the VP and the COO was there too. And they all saw it wow. in, in person. So it was so cool. And I just went up to them after and, and I was like, Hey, like, it's super nice to see you. He's like, yeah, like, I love, I love the breathing. Um, I love it so much. So awesome. it's Good. definitely super well received here. That's awesome. I love to hear that. And it resonated. What resonated with me was like the, the part of like, kind of like stepping away, like, and like starting to take more like action, like kind of like following your passion and following your dream and like, and like what fulfills you. And I think that's so mm-hmm. important. And, and do you ever, did you ever get that feeling of like, once you like, once you picked something, so like, you know, electric work or something like that, like, do you ever have that feeling of like, that's what I have to do for the rest of my life? Because that's what I initially did you yeah, ever get that I mean, feeling I've, I've done like oh man back in grade a, I wanted to be a midwife I wanted to deliver babies that was like my fascination like that's that was the dream that's what I wanted to do and it's from looking back then to now there's been like teacher and counselor and doula and nursing and coach and you know all the helping professions so I've I've been in the right area I just haven't found it yet but I'm slowly, I'm circling back to to coach and like entrepreneur and business owner and all these, all these feel good words and yeah, breathwork facilitator. I'm almost done my training. So that's coming out too. That's um, awesome. But yeah, this is the thing, this space I'm in right now of helping people and yeah, just being in this space is where I've really landed landed yeah. in and own and having my own thing and helping just a lot of people. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of done. I went somewhat similar, like, I mean, as far as like, you know, different professions, but I um, was a nurse for a while. I, well, I'm still a nurse, mm-hmm. but I don't practice as a nurse anymore. Um, I 
Kevin Urch back in 2015 and got into coaching back in 2020 and mm-hmm. just recently left my nursing career um, and went full-time coaching um, for nutrition and personal training um, back in April this year. So um, I definitely can understand like trying to like find like what's going to be best yeah. for you and like, and like really chasing after your dreams, chasing after what, yeah. what's going to fulfill you and make you happy at the end of the day when you you know lay your head on your pillow at night. And yeah. I, I think it's so awesome. And, and I'm curious, like, what was it that got you into breath work? Like, is that always something you've been passionate about? Or is that just something that like did, you know, and, and I don't know like what direction you want to take this, but like, did, did anything like come up that wanted you to go into that? Do you want to share a little about that? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's such a story that has so many parts and just so many years of it, but I found it, it was, I know it was in the winter time because it was snowing i think it was when i was not working i was laid off because of the lockdowns and i had gone on this so i'd started or continued this personal development and growth journey of waking up early and reading and meditating and journaling and yoga and all the things mm-hmm. all the things walking podcasts and so i found breathwork through michelle's podcast Very <laughs> so nice, it's right? it's come full circle now which is just so beautiful to to experience but yeah I remember I just went for a walk had my, my headphones and I decided to listen to that episode and the CEO of the company was on as a guest and she ran through a five-minute breathwork session I guess and I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out and so it was like snowing like very just so pretty and and just lightly and it was light out and I decided to just sit under a tree on my jacket and it was like I remember this just so clearly I just put my headphones in and just kind of laid against the tree and I did this breathing exercise. And I was like, after I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, I need more. Very, so very cool. I booked it home <laughs> and <laughs> got on my computer and I was like, breath work, what is this? <laughs> and, and pause didn't even come up, but um, I can't remember what it was. It was like Healthline or WebMD or one of those sites where it talks about Wim Hof breathing and, and other ways of breathing. And it didn't click really. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, interesting. Kind of put it away. And then, yeah, I think that must have been November because then I downloaded the app right away. I was like, I need more of this. This good That's stuff. Cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got into the facilitator training program in April. Uh, and yeah, I'm wrapping up. So it's been, it's been an interesting breathwork journey. Definitely that's, a lot has, has come up. That's so cool. I love that. And, you know, there's something, you know, we jotted down a few things before this and I, I wanted to like bring up the one that you mentioned about like trusting your intuition and gut over anything else. That was mm-hmm. something you like mentioned that like, I, I wanted to touch on that because I feel like that's something that probably a lot of people have these decisions that come up in life and, or maybe something they're currently working through right now as they're listening to this podcast and they're just not sure like what decision mm-hmm. to make. And they like their heart telling them one thing, their brain telling yeah. them something else, their guts telling them something else. Like they're being pulled in three or four or five different directions. Mm-hmm. And they're just not sure what direction to take. Yeah. Absolutely. What What's your take on that? And how, how does, how do you like make those kind of decisions? Uh, getting really quiet and listening to where it's coming from if it's coming from my from my head and it's coming from like a lack kind of mindset of like I need to make this decision and yeah I just I listen and if it's coming from my head and it doesn't feel genuine then I'm like okay it's not that 
I, I just listen and if it's coming from my heart it feels so real and so full and so true like it feels like just my truth and so yeah I mean the gut feeling I think is a well I don't know I know the difference between what my head's saying and what my heart's saying mm-hmm. you know my head my brain's trying to keep me safe it's trying to keep me comfortable mm-hmm. my heart that's the soul the soul of life is in here and so getting quiet through breathwork or meditation, you know, just getting so quiet and still in those moments of decision, if you can, and just seeing what is saying what. That's what I would say. One yeah. thing you said that I want to expand on a little bit, because I, I know I've heard this before too, and maybe not the way I'm going to ask it, but along the same lines, when you say like by getting quiet and, you know, some people, they have a really hard time with that. Like that, mm-hmm. it, it it sounds like such an easy thing. Like just just you know, no, just so be fun. quiet. Like you know, like it's it's like just just be silent for a little bit of time. Yeah. But a lot of times, there's some uncomfortable feelings Absolutely. that come up and fear, possibly yeah. during those moments of silence. Mm-hmm. How do you one like work through those, or even begin to be to begin to even be comfortable with being comfortable in moments of silence? Yeah. I mean, the most important thing is starting so small. You can't just go start a 20 minute meditation practice successfully. I don't think you have to start small and you have to start in bits that are okay for you and your system. Because I think people now are so used to being so busy, so busy, so busy, no rest, have got to work. But when we get quiet and we get still, that's when like just so much creativity rushes in in my experience and yeah I mean I didn't used to get still I mean I was scared I was scared of what could come up and I think that's a common common theme in 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 this and it's like um yeah and so for somebody who maybe doesn't really know you know, like, because like, I, I, I mean, I even look at myself like, and you know, guys, those of you listening, like I, I, I have my struggles with this as well. I mean, it's, it's, you're definitely not alone. Like sitting in silence is not just hard, just like, because of like fear and maybe being uncomfortable, but just, it seems so taboo as of recently, mm-hmm. you, you know, you know where I'm kind of going with this? Like, I feel like there's so many times when like, we just, it always, we're on the go, 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 go and doing this, yeah. doing that always yeah. having some sort of like stimulation, whether it's our phone or music or sounds mm-hmm. or, and how often do we really have pure silence, right? Yeah. Or, you so know, m- maybe moms with kids or you know, at the house or, you know, animals like pets and such like that, that are always making noises or like mm-hmm. how often do we really have silence. So it almost yeah. seems weird when we have that silence. It's like, we don't know what to do. Like we feel like we have to be doing something. Yes. But that's not that's not it. No, that's not it. And I totally get it. Like in here the AC kicks on all the time and and my boyfriend's moving around all the time. And yeah, it's like not true silence. Um, we went to a lake nearby uh where we are right now, and it was just dead quiet. There was nothing. You could hear he was like, I can hear a chipmunk like across the lake. <laughs> like it's just so <laughs> It's just so quiet out here and I was like I love this like I just want to like soak this in when I'm in a space that's like so quiet I can like feel just my heartbeat everywhere and that feels just so cool because that's just proof of life 
and that life is in me and flowing through me and this is life Mm -hmm. and so that definitely took took practice and work to get to that point where I can be in silence and and love it I think silence is something that that people struggle with because they're yeah they might be a bit scared of what what's in here and what might come up and the truth Mm -hmm. of something um but yeah to touch on what we were just talking about like previously is is just letting it be here with you letting it giving it a spot to be not pushing it down or pushing it away not or trying to get rid of it but letting it be here that's when that's when like true I want to say like true healing happens is when we let un like unhappy feelings and and not things that don't feel good when we let them sit with us and we let them be here that's when they feel seen and they feel heard and it just makes them feel a little bit more okay do you mind expanding a little bit more on what you mean by like by be here you know like i like i i understand where you're coming from but for those Mm -hmm. who may not understand like what do you mean by like letting things just be in the present yeah i mean so so yeah in like breathwork experiences when when we breathe um emotions and feelings that are in the body that's where they are is they're they're everywhere in the body and they come up um and yeah you might be breathing and you might get get really sad or you're laughing or you're just getting really angry Mm -hmm. just letting that flow through just letting that by like be here it's like letting it just sit in your system as it is and not giving it a story or an opinion or a judgment not attaching anything to it and just letting Mm -hmm. that emotion just be with you and just letting you just feel it fully if that is expanding on that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that makes that makes perfect sense. And have you utilized any of these skills to like for anything else in your life? Like, have have they helped you through anything else besides just like current day things? But like, have you been able to like uncover anything? And I'm not, you know, I'm not asking you like you have to go on like details of like what you've uncovered or such. But like, have you used this to like go through other phases of life and like figure out like how else is, this can help? throughout the rest of your life as well Does yeah that I mean, make what, sense? yeah kind of what came up for me there was going back to the to the well I guess we're still on that but trusting your intuition and your gut over anything else that comes from a certain experience that I went through in my life and I think it was over the last maybe four years I've been on this this huge like healing journey and this huge discovery, this awakening, this self-awareness journey of, of I started asking who I was, like why I was the way I was, just really questioning everything. Mm-hmm. And that led me, that led me just, oh, it's like the darkness, you know, it just led me into the darkness. But it was so beautiful because I feel so much more in the light right now. Mm. And knowing I had to go through all of that and discover and uncover what I did to be here to be here in this life right now to do this um yeah I was in I was in talk therapy for yeah but that same amount of time I think yeah four years still seeing the same counselor Mm -hmm. um we went through a lot (laughs) together I I had really low self-worth and self-esteem and self-confidence it was really low Mm -hmm. and that brought it up like what we did in 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 our counseling sessions definitely worked and brought that up and you know you do all the things to to help with that but Mm -hmm. I had such a gut feeling that there was something deeper Mm 
there was something else there. And it never came up in counseling because that's, you know, top down, mind down. You talk about what what's in your awareness, maybe what's not, oh. but in your subconscious, your consciousness, not what's in the body. That's not like it's different. Breathwork is and somatic practices are, you know, bottom up. You know, you get into the body and you get it all up and out so the mind can can sort and we can yeah be with it. And so, yeah, it ended up being I had this just core feeling, this gut feeling that there's something else there. And it was, in my opinion, it was kind of just dismissed, I want to say, mm-hmm. like it was in my head. But that's when I got quiet and I was like, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and so, yeah, through breathwork, it came through and because it was in my body and it came through in, it came through in my aunt's passing, which it was just horrible how that, you know, led to it. But just, I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. So grateful for her to give me that. And I just went through a deep healing experience where I realized, yes, it, there was something there, but it wasn't mine. I was holding on to generational trauma mm. in my body. And yeah, it was just so beautiful how it all happened. And I, I, hired Michelle as my mentor at just such a beautiful time where she just carried me through and yeah so breathwork has has exponentially like grew me if that makes any sense so it's given me a lot more a lot more healing and growth because it's it's literally getting into the body where everything is everything is stored body always remembers the body keeps the score i read that book it was just like mind-blowing i like that and and i love how you compared like what you get out of like talk therapy versus like meditation and breath work and such like that was a very interesting comparison i've never heard it worded that way yeah honestly yeah that's my personal experience where you know that iceberg analogy where it's like the top is like that's kind of like how it goes with um, 5% is your conscious mind and then 95% the rest underwater is is hidden and it's 95% of like how you run and how you how you are. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I saw it right now was like like the talk therapy, you know, mm-hmm. just with water and then breath work and like the somatic, just like the whole thing underneath. So, yeah, and I mean counseling and talk therapy is so beautiful it's so needed still so needed but there is deeper healing and growth that can be can be discovered and brought out through somatic practices yeah yeah um i'm I'm curious you know for those like that are listening and like they maybe they've been through therapy and maybe they maybe they they may be listening right now and thinking the same thing like man like maybe that's what it is that that missing Mm -hmm. that one like one last missing jigsaw puzzle piece that's like missing that I haven't been able to find yet. And mm-hmm. maybe I need to find that through breath work and through meditation and things like that. How does someone even get started with any of that? Like how do they go from, you know, maybe that someone's never done breath work, never has done meditation, maybe is fearful of it. You know, we already talked about the fear of like being in silence and such like that, but like, how do they get started with that? Like, where do they go to? How do they do that? Yeah, I mean, there is a bunch of us graduating this program, <laughs> and there's been so many of us that have gone through the last few cohorts of this facilitator training, and I'm sure if you search up Breathwork Facilitator near me, you will find something. And Breathwork is, 
I feel very widely available. I do all mine on Zoom just because of my my mobileness and I'm not in the same place all the time. Mm-hmm. But I would say to get to get started on on this is maybe just becoming aware of any like reservations or fears you have. Maybe just writing them down, seeing them, and just yeah, like I said, being with them, letting them be here too. Um, but yeah, as for getting into it i found a lot of good meditation stuff on youtube that i would do oh, really? or what i would do is i would even just i had my watch i would just set a timer i think i started at like five minutes or, or six minutes or something and then each mm-hmm. day i would go up by a minute nice just tiny tiny little steps yeah just you don't have to start at 20 minutes minute <laughs> at don't start at 20 minutes you're gonna do it once and never do it again you know you gotta you got to build up slowly and, and see the benefits through each day. Um, but yeah, I just set the timer on my watch. I just sat there and sometimes I had big like ideas and breakthroughs just being with myself. And so I would say starting with guided ones that would definitely, definitely help um, someone new to this, these practices in this space is yeah, guided ones and yeah, slowly working from there and seeing if you can get to the point where you can just sit in silence for a few minutes. Cause that's a big, that's a big point. Nice. Nice. Man, this, this has been incredible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm curious, is there, are there any other, you know, I always like to wrap up whenever I have like a guest on the show and it's been the last like little bit here, like what are two, two, let's say two things that people could take away from today. If they're wanting to start healing and whether through it through breath work or meditation or anything that you would find productive that they could take away as like an action item for today's show Mm. what are two things that you could recommend for them yeah I mean the first thing I would I would say is that just knowing that where you are in life right now is so perfect so Mm. perfect you're not behind you're not ahead I mean, we, we do want to be ahead, but we're not in the timing of life. Now everything is going this moment right now. You're listening right now, whatever's happening in your life. That's the most perfect moment because it's the present. It's right now. And yeah, I wanted to touch on that because knowing that everything you have gone through, everything you will go through, everything you're going through right now is for something. I always say nothing is for nothing and everything is for something. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Expand on that some. So, yeah, I mean, I would always say that nothing is for nothing, but that was like, I feel that that's kind of more on the the pessimistic side of things. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's going to be everything is for something. Everything is for something else. You know, I'm doing these jobs for something else to get set up for for what I want to do. I created Breathe and Build for something else, you know, for to create, start to create the empire and the the vision. Um, yeah, and it's like the motorhome making the decision to buy this was for something else so mm-hmm. that we could do all of these jobs. <sighs> yeah, so I would I would just say having so much faith in the process. And I actually have a tattoo that says have some faith just on my arm. I love and that. It is just such a oh, just such a good reminder. Such a good reminder. Um, but yeah, just just really j- trying to just have faith in that everything is unrolling just as it should for you. Um love that you yeah, added that, one, that, that one, everything you know? is where you are right now is perfect. Yeah. 
I love exactly that. That I, I know that hit home for me, and I, I'm sure that hit home for a lot of others that just really need to hear that. So thank you for sharing that. I, lo- yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, even if you're not where you want to be, and you're yeah, or you feel behind, like it's so okay. Like it is just so okay to be here right now and having visions and goals and dreams and following them and chasing them, but also remembering that this is the only moment we have right now. And that's why breath is so beautiful because we can't breathe a past one. We cannot, we cannot breathe a future breath. So this, that was, that was that moment, you know, and that one, that breath's gone. And so now it's the next one and the next one. And so that is such a beautiful anchor for being in the moment. It's yeah. incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Bronte, anything else you wanted to share? Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to touch on kind of just the abundance and the, mm, the scarcity. Yeah. I yeah. did want to definitely chat about that a bit. Yeah, let's that let's was, just dive into that. That was been a big one for me. Um and just switching that, switching that mindset, you know, in this world where it's been like, t- we're told there's not enough. There's so much yeah. lack. There's, you'll never have enough or you will never be enough. And, you know, all these just like mm-hmm. not enough, not enough, but there is so much, <laughs> yeah, so much in this world. There is. And I, I noticed that it started to shift when it like hit me. Like I was like, I walked into a grocery store and I just stood there and I was just like, there is so much stuff in here. There is so much food, so much like colors and just, it's just so busy in the store and on the news, it's like food shortages. And I just, I see the store and I'm like, it's so, there's, it's so full. There's so much food. And so it just, it just made me question how we are programmed to see things, you know, mm-hmm. in this world right now and choosing, choosing to be in abundance. Abundance is not taught to us. It's not given to us. <laughs> yeah. And so that mindset and that way of being is a choice and deciding and choosing that you are enough, you have enough, and just that we are enough, that changes that changes the game for me, switching into abundance mindset for sure. And it's where creation flows and ideas come from ideas. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't come from lack and from, from scarcity. Definitely not. So yeah, that I just wanted to mention that because that was such a profound like shift that I saw in my mind. I was like, Oh, there's just so much. There is, there really is. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's definitely one of the mindset shifts that I work through with a lot of my clients, even with like the nutrition side of things. And like just realizing that there's so much, like there's so much more out there. And like you, the moment we switch to a scarcity mindset, that's, we feel like we want it all, but none of it's available to us. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing too, is that we are limitless beings. Like we do not, we do not have a, yes, we hopefully have ceilings, but we do not have (laughs) that ceiling of like, Nope. You've reached your potential. Yeah. You know, we are, we are limitless beings that can literally do anything. And because we are the drivers of our own lives, we can decide every day. We make so many choices. It's like, is this choice aligned with where I want to go or not? You know, is this going to lead me to a bad place? Is this going to lead me to where I want to go? But it's part of that is awareness and being aware of, mm-hmm. you know, of who you are and where you are 
in this life right now and where you're trying to go um yeah so just we can we are just limitless beings and that is just so powerful because I know that I can create anything I am like six months into the trade and I just started a business from this like that's just just goes to show what we can do when we just get out of our own way like I yes there were there were mornings where I was so nervous I was like I'm so nervous I'm Oh, but fear and excitement are the same thing in the body. The same yes, thing. It's I just love the story. That you brought that up. Yeah, it's just the story we give to it. So I was like, oh, I'm. I could have been. Oh, I'm scared to to go in the middle and stand in the middle of a hundred of a hundred people, um, and lead. But I was like, no, I'm excited. I'm excited that I get to do this, and I'm excited that I decided to do this. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up about that is, like I'd mentioned before, how no one volunteered. Mm-hmm. for stretches i went to the site supervisor and i was like hey like i'm just gonna step back and see maybe you can ask if anyone wants to volunteer now now that i've done it for a little bit let's i'm just gonna step back and see what happens mm-hmm. and three mornings in a row hand shot up for oh, volunteers that's amazing i know so it's like I was like, oh, and I would be like, yes, but not that they took it, you know, not that they did it and I didn't have to, but like, yes, I brought yes. out that courage and I brought out that bravery in them because just seeing the difference of people being like, like hiding and being scared to, to raising their hands and be like, yeah, I'll lead, I'll do it. You know, you That's have awesome. to go first. You have to show them that it's not scary. And I didn't die, <laughs> you know, like getting in the middle of that circle. I didn't die. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so it was just so beautiful to see how I brought out so much courage and bravery and leadership from my coworkers just by doing the thing yeah. and doing it first. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to figure it out together. I just really <laughs> want to do this. I love that. Um, it's amazing how much can yeah. change. It's just one, one decision. I know. And I was literally, I just followed the universe and it's nudges. And it was like, yep, go talk to the president. Yep. This is your name. Yep. Make this proposal. I was like, okay, I'll do. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so that story is, yeah, I find very inspirational just for myself and like what I can do, you know, yeah. like I am just first year, just the first year of this trade. And I, I did this and I'm so proud of myself. And I hope that this gives, if someone listening is like, oh, I have a thing I want to do, but I don't know if I should do it. I'm going to tell you right now, just to go do it. You know, the worst yes. that can happen is a no. And then you just pivot and you try again. Yeah. You know, there's not gonna die it's gonna be exactly. it's gonna be okay and you we never know what's gonna happen we create our own reality with the words and the thoughts and the emotions and the feelings that we have and yeah just just rolling with that and if you have an idea just following it and seeing where it'll take you you might be so surprised you might be yeah. so surprised breathe and build is going to the u.s soon so i'm super excited for oh, that. Love that that's so exciting yeah that'll be so good so well, Bronte- this has been a beautiful podcast. Thank you so much for bringing everything that you have onto the show today. I really appreciate everything you've talked about and gotten a lot of insight for myself. And I know all the listeners have gotten a ton of insight on this all. And I'm sure you've inspired many others that are listening to the show today. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you so much. It's been, it's been so fun. I loved it. Absolutely. And your first podcast at that. No, right? I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> like the first of many because I love doing this. I love yes. connecting. Absolutely. You're, you're wonderful at it. Where can people 
um, connect with you if, if, you know, share your social medias and such that way, you know, I'll put it all the show notes as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm mostly, I, I didn't used to be on Instagram. I deleted it, but then I created it again once I stepped into this <laughs> breathwork world. Um, but yeah, it's just Bronte McBride, just my name. It's on there. Um, if you see a picture of a big RV, you know, you found the one. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm probably one of the only ones there with that name. So yeah, just awesome. mostly on there. All right. Yeah, perfect. So you can connect with me. And if you want to book a breathwork session, I'm still taking free practicum clients. Um, perfect. Yeah. Just putting that out there too. <laughs> awesome. Is that, can they get that? Can they find that on your Instagram? Yeah. So I have my calendar link in there in there Perfect. too so if you're listening to this on time which i never thought i'd say on a podcast i've always heard it but i'm like oh i want to say this um november <laughs> november 7th is when mike's my, my it's all wrapped up and done so after that i'll be be getting clients and and making programs and stuff and charging but for free breathwork sessions until november 7th so perfect well guys jump on that well yeah. this is going out tomorrow morning on october 21st so yay that's my will... sister's birthday oh well happy birthday to her yeah yeah so awesome cool. well bronte again thank you so much for coming on the show it was great having you on with us oh so fun thank you so much all right take care once again thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the shades and health podcast i greatly appreciate you so much for listening If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.